Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. Can you tell how wet my mouth is? Because I just took a sip of water before I started talking. That's the way you're supposed to do it, right? Because I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich prior to uh, hitting record. And I felt like my mouth was all like peanut buttery and shit. You know, peanut butter lingers. And if you don't take care of that shit, it becomes a problem. And then every day, everybody that you talk to... For the rest of the day, rather, thinks that you have something going on. Your mouth is really fucked up and dry. It's all sitting around your throat. It gets caked up in there. You gotta, you gotta wash it down. You know, you get that peanut butter build up. Peanut butter. You get that peanut butter build up, and you, um, you know, it ends up ruining your life <clears throat> potentially if you let it. You know, some people can do drugs, and some people can't. Because it ruins some people's lives. There's people out there that are doing drugs. And functioning. And having a good old time. Right? Like They're doing drugs the way I eat eggs every day. Like You eat eggs in the morning for breakfast. And you go on and you don't even think about it until you eat it again. Now most people do drugs. <clears throat> and they think about it all the time. Right? But some people, I truly believe, I, this, I, I believe in a few things that may sound crazy. I believe some people are immune to AIDS. <clears throat> I believe some people are immune to a lot of diseases. Um, like, I think there's, there's people that just, you know, there's people that never get sick. There's people that don't get sick. And there's people that just get sick all the fucking time. They're just immunocompromised or something. <clears throat> you know, whatever it is. There's people that won't die of, of anything. They won't die of natural causes. They just live forever unless someone kills them. Like a, like a tortoise, you know? I think the oldest living tortoise is like over 100 years old. Let me look this up. I think it blows my mind, animals that like live so long. Oldest. Is my laptop listening to me? Oldest tortoise. <clears throat> it says oldest tortoise gay. Interesting. Maybe I'll look that up first to see what the fuck that's about. Jonathan, the blind, gay, sex-crazed giant. <laughs> oh, I didn't expect that. Jonathan, the blind, gay, sex-crazed giant tortoise is now the oldest to have ever lived. Jonathan, a world-famous 190-year-old gay giant tortoise in St. Helena, has officially become the oldest tortoise to have ever lived. And you know why? Because he's enjoying himself. Not only is he gay and sex crazed, but he is gigantic. You know, when people are giant, they don't live that long. Look at what happened to Andre the Giant. Look at all these gigantic motherfuckers that their heart can't handle being that big. But if you're a tortoise, you can do it. Because it's not real bigness. You know, you're kind of like walking around with your house attached to your body. You can go inside at any time you want. And they got a living room inside there. And they may, you know, then maybe they got a little workout area. There's a library. They can sit in their office and get on FaceTime calls with the with the bookshelf behind them, with certain books visible behind them, so they look intelligent. You know what I mean? Like they got like, or so they look like they give a fuck and they're conscious, right? Like they got like Michelle Obama book visible, just so you could see it right behind them. And he's just a regular tortoise like you and me, carrying his house around with him, his little mobile home. You know, there's something to be said about that kind of simplicity. 
You know, people live in tiny homes. It's becoming a thing. You can now Airbnb in a tiny home. And I'm wondering how many people are Airbnb-ing in these tiny homes, which we used to call trailers back in the day. But now it's nice. And that's the thing, where you can make anything beautiful. No matter what it is, you can make it beautiful. I was walking down the street in East Harlem yesterday. My least favorite place in New York City. And uh, I walked past a corner that is normally just fucking full of junkies and, and people that just really have nowhere to go, unfortunately. And there's always trash all over the fucking place. And I walked down the street and they put a trash can in. And there was no trash on the street on this corner that's usually just fucking got garbage everywhere. And uh, it made me really happy to see that. I used to think about that shit when I was growing up in the Bronx and I would be walking around like, yo, why is there garbage all over the fucking ground? And you know what? There weren't enough places to throw your garbage. So anybody who had a candy wrapper or a box of pizza or fucking anything that they don't want to carry around with them that's now trash, who's too fucking like lazy to just carry it until they found a trash can. And, uh, you know, they didn't, they weren't motivated enough to hold on to it. They would just throw it on the ground because there was no trash cans around, you know? They weren't like me. Like, my dad fucking Joe Jackson beat the shit out of me until I realized that I shouldn't be throwing trash on the ground. All right? That's why I'm like the fucking Michael Jackson of cleaning up. I'm like Captain Planet, baby. But, um, nah, he didn't do that. Although... If somebody did take that seriously and went and found my dad and be like, did you beat the shit out? Nobody cares because I'm a dude. Um, I wouldn't press charges on him. Not for that. I'd press charges on him maybe for something else. Maybe for shits and giggles. You know? i press charges on him for uh, wearing socks with flip-flops. Like, I don't fucking do it too sometimes, right? I used. To, it's funny when you become the thing you made fun of. Right When you start doing shit that you saw other people doing that you talk shit about and then you catch yourself doing it too. You know, there's a line from the classic movie Van Helsing. I don't think anybody else thinks this movie is a classic movie but me, by the way. But the movie Van Helsing starring Hugh Jackman as Van Helsing, the vampire hunter. Not to be confused with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Totally different thing. Um, starring... Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Melissa Joan Hart. That was back in the era where everybody had three names, you know, Sean William Scott, Sean Patrick Thomas, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Hold on, wait a second. I've I've talked about this before. If you've been with me from day one, you know, I lose followers all the time. Hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Who is this? Jennifer Love Hewitt, right? Who's this girl? Sarah Michelle Geller, same fucking person as far as I'm concerned. I feel like they could be. They could that was an honest mistake. Right? One of them sings music, the other one kills vampires. And that's easily confused, right? But anyway, now I lost my train of thought. Oh, the classic movie Van Helsing. Starring Hugh Jackman and uh God, what's her name? Kate Beckinsale. And um, there's other people in the movie as well. And there's Frankenstein's monster, not to be confused with Dr. Frankenstein, the guy who dug up a bunch of dead bodies and decided to bring someone to life with it because he couldn't have children of his own. And that's the backstory. You know, it's kind of like Pinocchio. 
this little old Italian guy named Geppetto was sitting around in a shop. He had no woman in his life, <clears throat> but he wanted a son. He could have made a daughter, but he made a little boy. You know, he said, fuck it, I want a son to take over my toy shop. So he made a little son out of wood and uh, called him Pinocchio. And um, every time Pinocchio told a lie, his nose got really big. You guys know the story, right? Every time he lied, his nose got bigger and bigger. And uh, that's it. And it taught little kids not to lie. You know, Pinocchio is a real bummer of a fucking movie. But anyway... So Dr. Frankenstein created a monster because he was lonely and needed a friend. That's the thing. Everybody wants a friend, right? People who sit alone start thinking about doing crazy shit. Like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to walk down to the graveyard. Back in the day, they were all graveyards. They weren't cemeteries. They were just graveyards. I'm going to walk down over to the graveyard down there, and I'm going to go into that ditch we throw all the bodies in, and uh, I'm going to just take a couple out, you know? Maybe see if I could uh, strike something up. See if I could get some company around here. You know, when he could have just walked into the village. What was the problem? How come nobody was his friend? Or maybe he was just so, his head was so far up his ass that he just thought, you know what? I'm going to create life without actually doing it the way you guys are doing it. You guys are all in there fucking and making babies. And I got to wait for this baby to become a fucking person when I could just create a full grown adult already. You know, I guess see where his head was at. I get it. Um, you know, babies babies fucking are kind of helpless, right? Until they figure out how to become a person. I was just thinking about that phrase. Uh, it's like taking candy from a baby. You could take anything from a fucking baby, right? You could just snatch it right out of their fucking hand. They can't do anything. That's how easy it is. And only with pay-per-view. Do you remember pay-per-view? Now everything is fucking pay-per-view. Can you believe this shit? You can't even go on YouTube... And watch whatever you want anymore. They go, oh, hey, listen. Um, if you want to watch this without a commercial coming on every 30 seconds, just uh, give us five bucks. And we'll take care of that for you. It's like, fuck you guys. You know you know what I'm going to use this as? An opportunity to get up and go to the bathroom. That's what I'm going to use this as. You know, we're spoiled now. Back in the day, you had to wait every fucking week. For Boy Meets World to come out. And commercials would come on. Something really intense would happen. Boom, commercial. You're like, shit, I had to pee. Thank God. Now we look at commercials like it's a bad thing. You know? So I'm not fucking buying it. Literally, I'm not buying it. Not to mention no one has any money. Do you look at the news lately? Every day I'm like, what the fuck's going on now? I don't even like to be one of those people. If you Google, there are good things happening in the world too. It's just hard. You have to like actively look for it. The bad shit's like right in front of your face. So the second you start looking at the news, it's like, oh, oh, oh. But you kind of can see it all coming now, right? Like, oh, uh, abortion is now illegal for some reason, right? Like, or like, oh, uh, now we're rethinking if we want gay people to get married. It's weird. It's a really weird time we're living in. Um, and it's hard, right? Because it almost just like, it always just brings me back to um, thinking about just the audacity of humans. Like we just like, we created all these things and all these rules 
And it's almost just like, look, look, look at the power I have over these other people. It's kind of fucked up, you know? You would think with the earth falling apart, we would all be trying to come together to, like, save the place that we all live, right? Like, how bad do you want to show your power over other people, right? What, because you can get in a rocket ship and fly to another planet? You've seen what happened in Don't Look Up. And do all these people have rocket ships? Should I start learning how to fly a rocket ship? You know, I don't know. I'm I don't like heights, but I, you know I don't mind being inside a vessel, living like Garden Guardians of the Galaxy style. That's how I feel when I'm like on a like when I'm on a city bike, when I'm on a, when I'm in a fucking car and I'm driving. I feel like I feel like I'm like manning the ship. That's why how, how I imagine myself. No fear, baby. Shoot the gaps. No cop, no stop. No face, no case. And all the other dumb shit they say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, so we've been going through a heat wave. And the reason I know that is because I've gone outside and been like, holy shit, the air is so thick. I feel like I just stepped into a microwave. Right? And it makes it really difficult to be comfortable. You know, you, I used to think about things differently. So your perspective, your perspective shifts, obviously, over time and your priorities change. Um. I used to think, fuck, I'm going somewhere. I got to look fly and fresh all the time. It's so hot. I don't know how to do it. Isn't it funny how in the summertime, wanting to wear a fly, dope-ass outfit, but it's too hot, will fuck you up? Like, you'll you'll kind of want to overdress a little bit, but you can't because it's too hot. But then it's funny because looking cute in the wintertime, you'll want to, like, underdress and you can't. That's why, like, fall weather is, like, the fucking best. Because you could fuck around and, like, maybe get away with not wearing a jacket or wearing a very light one. So it's not, like, a pain in the ass if you want to just, like, throw it over your arm and carry it or some shit, you know. But um, I'm, t- I'm, you know, I'm preaching to the fire. Everybody knows this shit already. <clears throat> Everybody knows. But, yeah, if you want to find crazy shit in the news it's easy to find it i'll tell you what the thing that i was going to say about van helsing is because i got a habit sometimes i listen back to the podcast and i'm like you know i mentioned something i never went back to it the thing i was going to say is there's a part where van helsing the vampire hunter gets into a fight gets into a scuffle with a werewolf and these werewolves were some of my favorite werewolves ever depicted in a movie with werewolves because of the way they transformed into werewolves it would be like a man fucking like losing his shit and he would just start like ripping his flesh off to reveal the fur underneath it as he just started to morph into this giant mute mutated looking kind of dog thing and but like standing you know what i mean like kind of like a like a like if a dog were to t- <laughs> be half man, and I, and I'm at a loss for the word that I really want to use right now. Um, anyway, yeah, it was like just the uh, the sequence of it turning into a werewolf was I thought was fucking it blew my mind when I saw it. And then so he gets into a scuffle with a werewolf, gets a deep cut, breaks the skin kind of situation. Now next thing you know, he's infected, right? event and when he's infected the frankenstein monster 
or the Frankenstein dude. You know, I don't like calling him a monster. He was a really nice guy. Had a really interesting accent. I don't know where I don't know where to place it. I know where he was from. Maybe he was British. Maybe. But it was like fake British, right? He had like a fucking like a freight like a Kelsey Grammer accent, which is like that dude's definitely not British. But what the fuck is this accent, right? Um He goes, Now you will become that which you have hunted so passionately. And I'm like, damn, that's how I feel whenever I like put on flip-flops with socks. I'm like, fuck. Like I used to really fucking feel a way about people doing this shit. Now look at me. But I get it, man. Like my feet feel really comfortable until until I start working on them. And I'm on them a lot. You know, I'm running, I'm squatting, I'm fucking doing all kinds of physical shit. It's like it's nice to put your foot on a cushiony flip-flop. Give yourself a break. Take care of your feet. You're on them a lot. And you want to be on them a lot, right? Sitting down sucks for a long time. You're sitting down, your hips are tight, your back is all fucked up because you got horrible posture, you know. And then you get old and those things become harder and harder to reverse, So you should just preemptively be standing up and walking around as much as you can, right? That that's uh that's all I got for today in terms of advice. But the whole concept of now you will become that which you have hunted so passionately, I feel like we've all been there. And it's something I heard one time. I mean I saw the movie so many times, but the first time I heard that, it it stuck with me and I think about it all the time. You know? We, we fight so hard to become these things we don't want to become sometimes. And then sometimes it's inevitable. You know, and, and if it's a horrible thing that you don't want to become, you, you can avoid it. You become so obsessed with it, with trying to avoid it, that you successfully do avoid it. But um, I just think that that's such a... That's just such an important line in that movie. Maybe no one else has ever even thought that. But how fucking far up... My ass is my own head that I think I'm the only person who's thought that, right? It's all been done. Woo-hoo-hoo. What kind of episode of this podcast would it be if I didn't fucking make you listen to me trying to sing with this horrible voice? Oh, man. It's the morning, by the way. Today's my mom's birthday. It's the, the, the woman who was my fucking protector and hero all my life. Mostly as a young boy, obviously. You know, I was with her all the time. I was like her little friend. She's uh, she's 53 today. My mom is the same age as Jennifer Lopez. And um, I guess that's kind of cool. The reason I know that is because she brought it up. When I spoke to her this morning, I gave her a call. She said hello. I sang her the happy birthday song. She waited for me to finish the entire song. Which I think is kind of rude. She should have cut me off. Um, and it was great. She loved it. Um, so I'm going to spend some time with, with Mom Dukes later on. It's going to be dope. And uh, it's, it's, it's just been with everything going on in the world. And being in your constant flow of life. And just trying to take care of everything you need to take care of. And be on top of your responsibilities it's kind of nice to make sure that you take the time to like really appreciate the people that have truly been there for you 
you know, from day one. You know what I mean? Like, I like to get back to zero by uh, connecting with my parents more now than ever. You know what I mean? Like, when I talk to my mom, I talk to my dad, you know, I talk to my little brother, I talk to my best friend. And um, these are people that have known me since fucking, you know, I was walking around in the Bronx with a fucking do-rag hanging out of my back pocket like I was part of Dipset or some shit. I don't know. And uh, it's cool because people know you and they've seen every phase you've gone through in your life. You got to take any chance and any opportunity that you fucking can to, you know... You don't need that's the thing about those relationships though, right? They don't require a lot of maintenance. You just you just talk to them when you do and they go, "Hey, I know what you don't know, you've been busy and da 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 da." You know, other motherfuckers that do require maintenance, they get mad at you for not showing up to shit even though you can't. They don't want they don't want to hear it, you know. Fuck those people. The friendships that don't require maintenance are the best fucking relationships you could have. Those people understand you, you understand them, and when you see each other, it's always love, and it's like no time passed. So appreciate and respect those non-maintenance friends, you know? And that goes with family, too, right? We're all our own people. We're all our own adults, and we are responsible for our health and well-being. And if you have children of your own, you're responsible for them. But yo, take care of number one, so you could be good for all the people around you that love you and admire you. Because everybody needs somebody to look up to. And people need, including myself. I got people around me that when I'm not feeling motivated, they fucking keep me going and make me go, you know what? Let me stop being a bitch. Let me step up to the fucking plate and do what I do. You know, get yourself a fucking strong team. All right, that's it. That's all I got today. But uh, listen, keep on listening to the show. Keep liking it. Keep subscribing to it. Um, you know, I'm trying to get my followers back up. I don't know what I said, but I think it's kind of funny. It's like, I don't know whether to be annoyed when I lose a follower or kind of laugh, but hey, it happens, right? You know, you can't please everybody. Trying to please everybody is the, is a, is a one way path to destruction. You know what I mean? So, uh, with that being said, have a great day. Happy birthday, Ma. If you're going to listen to this, if you're not, you know what? I'm going to see you in person anyway. I love you. And... I love you all for listening to the show. Thank you for everything that you do. All right, later. Oh, and take care of yourselves and the people you love.